voice and give God the glory. Say something good unto the Lord. Just lift up your voice and worship Him. Lord, we say there's none like unto you tonight. There's none to be compared unto you. We give you all the praise. We bless your holy name. Lord, we say you are good and your mercies endure it forever. You are the lamb that seated upon the throne. You are the ancient of days. You are the one who was, who is, and is to come. You are Jehovah El Shaddai, Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah Adonai. You are the one who saith and it cometh to pass. You are the one who rolled back the Red Sea. You are the one who caused Israel to walk on dry land. Lord, tonight we give you all the praise and the glory. We bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall I please take our seats? Hallelujah. It is good to worship God. Hallelujah. God really enjoys our worship. Hallelujah. Shall I close eyes? Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word that we are about to receive. We ask, O oh God, that you shall prepare our hearts to receive. May your word fall on good soil in our hearts. May our lives be transformed. May we conform to the fullness of your image by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I'd like to thank Pastor for the opportunity to minister unto us this evening. Hallelujah. It's a great, great privilege to stand before us once again to share the word of God. Tonight, I believe that God is in the business of preparing his church. Somebody Tell somebody God is preparing his church. God does not just want us to be spiritual people, but God wants us also to be relevant. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, if heaven was the only thing on the mind of God, immediately you are born again, the Holy Ghost will take you to heaven. Hallelujah. But God wants heaven as your end. But before your end, there is something to do on this earth. Hallelujah. We will all want die one day and hopefully we'll meet God and we'll be in his presence. But if God allows you to live for 70, 80, 90, 100, 120 years on this earth, it's because there is something that you have to achieve. Hallelujah. And in becoming a Christian... We have to identify our purpose and that which God has for us to achieve on the earth. So also we must remain relevant in the spirit and in the natural. Hallelujah. And tonight I'm going to be sharing with us wisdom secrets for victory. Tell somebody wisdom secrets for victory. And these are, there are two things I believe, there are a lot of them, but tonight I'll be just sharing on two things that God expects us to know. And in knowing, we can be able to do. Hallelujah. What you don't know, you don't know. In life, there is 
the ability to apply that which a man knows. But until you know something, you cannot apply it. Hallelujah. Because knowledge is a key. Jesus was saying concerning the Pharisees that they have taken away the key of knowledge. These were people who were standing before God and the people or mediating between the people and and God and they had taken, it's like they were hoarding the things of God to themselves and they were not making the, 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 the good news accessible to the people. So Jesus said that they have taken away a key which is knowledge, hallelujah. Anytime a man knows, he's able to do more. And it's the will of God that we increase in knowledge. What is failing in your life today can begin to start working by virtue of a light shining upon your understanding. Hallelujah. The same thing that you try several times and does not work, God can give you a knowledge or you can chance upon something new in order to do The same thing that is not working in your life today can begin to start working by the application or the addition of knowledge. Hallelujah. So the same thing that you are trying over and over that is failing, you can chance upon a certain knowledge, a certain light can shine upon your understanding and that same thing begins to work. That shows us how important knowledge is. And there are two things that God wants us to understand before the year ends. Hallelujah. And if we can add these knowledge principles to our lives, we will become better people. Hallelujah. I said in the beginning that we must be spiritual and physical at the same time. Be relevant in the realm of the spirit and also in the realm of the natural. It is sad that any time... People, you see people who are very spiritual, sometimes in the physical, they are of little use. And people who are very relevant physically, most at times when it comes to the things of the kingdom, they are also of little use. But the importance or that which is on the heart, the desire of God is that we be able to strike a balance. Tell somebody, strike a balance. The Bible said that a false balance is an abomination unto the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. God wants you to become a powerful usher, a powerful chorister, and somebody also who is good at what you are doing. Hallelujah. God doesn't want you to say, because you are carrying the Holy Ghost, you have become a lazy person. All you are doing is waking up in the morning, speaking in tongues, saying everything the scripture says, and there is little in your life to show for the God that you save. Tell somebody that is not the will of God. On the other hand, God also doesn't want you to become very ambitious, pursuing your career, doing everything that you know how to do that is good in the sight of men and be of no use in the kingdom. 
too busy to come for, 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 for church meetings, too busy to serve in the house of God because you have become important in the physical and the kingdom has no use for you. Hallelujah. The first principle or the first key that I want us to, we are going to study today is about diligence. Tell somebody diligence. Turn your Bibles with me to Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Proverbs 4.23. He said that keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Hallelujah. The Bible says that keep your heart with all diligence. The heart, when the Bible refers to the heart, the heart is, is known as the second compartment of the mind. Hallelujah. When you, you think with your mind, but the things that you store inside of you, they are known to be stored in your heart. Hallelujah. So when the Bible says, keep your heart with all diligence, he's not talking about doing jogging so that your pulse is steady. Hallelujah. He's not talking about running on a treadmill. He's talking about keeping the things that you think about, the things that you hold within yourself with all diligence. Diligence is very important because if a man is not diligent in his ways, there is no way he can succeed. No matter what you are doing on the earth, whether it is ministry, whether it is business, whether it is raising a family, whether it is your education, God expects us as children of God to be diligent. Tell somebody, God expects me to be diligent. You cannot do any you cannot do things anyhow in life as a Christian and expect results. Some people believe that because they are born again, because God is on their side, because the Holy Ghost is with them, they cannot fail. God has won every battle for us in the realm of the spirit, but it is our duty to execute those victories in the, in the realm of the physical. Hallelujah. And that comes with diligence. Tell somebody that comes with diligence. Paul told Timothy something. He said that fight a good fight of faith. It means that even in his walk with God, God was expecting him to fight. Hallelujah. If you are starting a business, know that you are going to face challenges in the business. No matter what you are doing with your hands, know that it do not have a smooth ride. Hallelujah. There is nothing like a sweatless road to victory. God is with you to give grace to see us through the storms, but we will still go through the storms. God will be there for us, dear though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but we will still walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Jesus was with them in the boat, but the presence of Jesus did not prevent the storms from coming. And mind you, in life, storms will come. Hallelujah. As you desire to pursue your education, storms will come. As you desire to make some things grow in your life, storms will come. As you desire to become an effective Christian, a faithful chorister, you desire to become very good at what you are doing, you will face challenges. Tell somebody, I'll face challenges. But the good news is that you have the victory in Christ. 
Having the victory in Christ, know that our victory always is in spiritual places. The Bible said in Ephesians, he said that blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I believe Ephesians 1 through he said, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Now God has made provision for everything you want in heavenly places. But it is your duty as a man to make his will be done on earth as it is in the heavens. And for the will of God to be done on earth, a man must enforce it. Tell somebody a man must enforce it. If you must enforce the will of God, it takes hard work. What, does the, what is the will of God? The will of God is the word of God. What does the word of God say? The word of God says that you will not lack bread. The word of God says that by his stripes you are healed. The word of God says that you are more than a conqueror. And enforcing those things that God has spoken about you is not just going to take only prayer. Hallelujah. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take your understanding that once God has said it, I have that which it takes to enforce it in the realm of the natural. Hallelujah. God speaks to every one of us and mostly God will speak to us through our hearts. God speaks to us through ideas. God speaks to us through people. Sometimes God will let you even chance on a certain knowledge. Maybe you'll be reading a book or something. God will let that thing appear unto you one way or another. But a man who will take the word and run with the word, the one who will be diligent with what he has heard from God and act upon it, that is the man that is going to be successful. Hallelujah. Many people are sitting down with their hands idle, expecting that because a word has gone over them, the word should automatically come to pass. God does not need your, your, your involvement, sorry, God does not need you to help you, but God needs you to cooperate with him so that his word concerning your life will come to pass. God can bless you anyway, whether you like it or not, but most of the prophetic word that comes from the mouth of God onto the life of a man also needs the involvement of a man. Tell somebody, God needs my involvement. If God says you'll be great, you'll be successful, you have many shops in Accra, you expand, you'll be traveling all over the place, it is not just going to happen. Hallelujah. It means that you must have to start a shop. Maybe you have a table business that you are starting. It means that you must start from there. Because the Bible said that a little one will become a thousand and a small one will become a great nation. Hallelujah. Most at times, God will give us a seed. But the Bible says that except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. The seed that God gives you can be an idea. Hallelujah. It can be that small capital you have. It can be that knowledge that you have from school. But you must work with that which God has given you so that it moves from the seed stage to come to the point of a tree. Hallelujah. When you begin in God, let me just use this as an example. If you say you want to grow in God. You start by reading the Bible one day. 
you start by praying, you start by fasting, initially what you are doing may not be seen. Hallelujah. But when you continue in it for a long time, eventually men are able to see the result of your diligence in the word. Also, the people who are very diligent at what they do, whether it be the work of your hands or whatever you are doing, initially it might not show. Hallelujah. Initially, because it's like when the rain is, is falling, it can start as drizzles and look like nothing huge is going to happen. But the clouds begin to release more rain and the whole place is wet. And those little drizzles that were coming down, everybody sees them as a massive rain. And so it is in our lives. Hallelujah. Hard work does not kill anyone. Tell somebody hard work does not kill anyone. Diligence will make you a success in life. If you are allergic to work, then you are allergic to prosperity. If you are allergic to hard work, you can't expect to succeed. One thing you must understand is that God is looking for a channel to bless you. When God says he will bless a man, because angels will not come to you and be counting dollars into your hands. God will not give you any snake that will be vomiting dollars. Hallelujah. God must find a channel to locate you. God must be able to come through in your harvest. And if you don't have any structure for God to come down and meet you through, you will be praying, you will be sowing, you will be doing all that you know how to do spiritually and you will not be seeing any result. Why? Because there is no channel that you have prepared for God to reach you. God will reach you with your diligence. Diligence is a vital support out in our lives in order to be able to fulfill our potential. Hallelujah. When you look at the athletes we have in the world, you look at the sportsmen, those who excel in what they do are those who mostly, they do it for a long time. They do it consistently. They are not afraid to stretch themselves. Hallelujah. Don't be a Christian that is idle. Tell somebody, don't be a Christian that is idle. There are people who are sitting down and they say that they are waiting on God. And the truth of the matter is that God is also waiting on them. Hallelujah. The Bible said that what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. That means that what you allow on the earth, God also allows it in heaven. You must, we must reason with God and we must permit God to flow in the areas of our lives that God has laid on our hearts. God speaks to us, I said, through a lot of, of, of ways, through our minds, through our heart, and mostly things that we are supposed to accomplish on the earth God will lay it on our heart. But ask yourself, how many of the things has, have God laid on your heart that you have actually taken the pain to execute them? Hallelujah. If you want to overcome in life, know that 
you will have challenges, you will have obstacles. Grace is not the isolation of obstacles, but grace gives empowerment to overcome obstacles. Hallelujah. The love of work is the secret to personal progress and productivity in life. Any man who does not love work does not want to move forward. Any man who is lazy does not want to progress in life. Hallelujah. You can always give yourself excuses for where you are, but the truth of the matter is it does not change where you are. If you want to change where you are, you must take bold, calculated steps. Hallelujah. You must decide that I am 24 years old. I am at this place in my life. But by the time I'm 27, I want to have achieved A, B, and C. What do I need to do in order to achieve A? You must set out a plan. Hallelujah. What do I need to do in order to achieve B? You must set out a plan. What do I need to do in order to achieve C? Sometimes what you need to do to achieve, you may not know. You must go out and get that knowledge. Hallelujah. Even in the Bible, we have the heroes of faith. The Bible said that the people who have gone ahead of us, they are our examples. So that we can look at their lives and pattern ourselves according to Christ. So that in our journey in Christ, when we face challenges, we can look at Father Abraham, who had to wait 25 years. We can look at David, who came from the backside of the desert. We can look at Samson, who, who made a mistake, but called unto God one more time. These are our examples in the Bible. So also in life, there are many examples. Hallelujah. If you want to become a doctor, you are not the first person to desire to be a doctor. There are many doctors out there. You can go and talk to them. How do you become a doctor? Maybe the family you are coming from is not able to support you. There are people who have made it even though they didn't get support from their homes. Hallelujah. There are many things out there. You see, our world is a global village. There are scholarship schemes available that you may not know of. Go and ask, how do I get a scholarship? How do I apply? How do I raise something for myself so that though I am here today and it's not pleasant for me, in the next two years, I'll not be at the same place. And until you answer these questions in your life, you'll be at one place praying, believing God, looking up to the heavens, and the heavens is also looking down on you. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you must take a step. Tell the person you must take a step of diligence. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 27. The Bible said that the slothful man roasted not that which he took in hunting. But the substance of a diligent man is precious. Listen to this. He said that the slothful man roasted not that which he took in hunting. When a man goes, the slothful man is a lazy man. When, for example, a, a hunter goes to hunt, he catches an animal. And he comes home and he says, oh, I've caught the animal. If he puts the animal down 
and does not do anything to the animal he has caught, the animal will begin to rot. You might have caught it, but it will rot in your possession. But if he takes it and he roasts it, if it's Kobe, he can, if, sorry, if it's fish, he can add salt to it and make it Kobe, hallelujah. By, that, by doing that, the fish is preserved for a long time. When he roasts that which he took in hunting, he can use it for many other things. But the man who has the thing in his possession and just goes to put it down and says, oh, you know, some people have a lot of plans in their mind. They can tell you so many things and they have actually executed everything in their mind, but nothing has been done physically. And the Bible doesn't want us to be like the man who has his, his game. He has taken it in hunting and yet he has not roasted it. How many ideas have you taken in hunting and you are yet to roast? How many businesses have you processed in your mind and you are yet to begin? How many things have God laid upon your heart that are yet to be executed? We must rise in diligence. Tell somebody rise in diligence. If you move from a hundred cities to a million dollars, you must be diligent. I remember one time I was thinking and I asked God, I was thinking about a, a certain amount of, of money that I wanted. Hallelujah. And I was, I was just saying it within myself and I asked God and God said that I cannot expect to receive that if I have not given it. For example, you are expecting, let me use, you are expecting 100,000 Ghana cities. But you can't expect to receive 100,000 thousand Ghana city when you have not given anybody an invoice of hundred thousand Ghana city you get me if you are not offering any service that can give you what you are looking for where will that thing come from so then if you say that I want to be able to get five thousand Ghana per client that comes to me you must be able to think of a service that you can offer to a client that the client will pay you 5000 So I began to structure my thinking because if I'm looking for for certain amount of money, then it means that I must offer certain kinds of services. Hallelujah. There is a lot of money in the system. People have money in their pockets, but they will only distribute it when the money comes to meet a need. Hallelujah. And what need are you meeting in the lives of people? It doesn't matter what you are doing. If you think small, you can only achieve little. Hallelujah. You may begin small, but you shouldn't have a small mind. If you have a small mind, you can only serve people at a certain level. Hallelujah. But when you begin to expand in your thinking and you begin to ask yourself questions, you begin to seek out and get knowledge, then you can also expand in what you are doing and receive a just recompense for that. Hallelujah. If you fail to be diligent, you may not take hold of the promises of God. You may come to church and shout a lot of amens, a lot of I receive it and see nothing being received in your life. 
we take hold of things spiritually so that we can have them physically. But after you have shouted the amen, after you have said that I receive it, you must do something so that God can release it through that channel into your life. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, what are you doing? What are you doing that if God wanted to send you a million dollars, you pass it through? If you have nothing structured in your life like that, don't expect a million dollars. Because nobody will just walk to you and come and give you one million dollars. One time God made me understand something and it really changed my life. You see, when it comes to men of God, the men of God, the work of their hands are people. Hallelujah. So God will use people to bless them. So a pastor can come and say that, oh, I woke up one morning and a member came to give me so, so, and so amount. He is being blessed from the work of his hands, which are people. Hallelujah. If the work of your hands are not people, nobody will walk to you and just come and give you that amount of money. Because you are not serving the people who are the work of your hands. What is the work of your hands is the channel that God will pass through to bless you. If it is building, God will bless you in building. If it is construction, God will bless you in construction. If it's sowing, God will bless you in sowing. Hallelujah. So if you are even sowing, you must ask yourself that what can I do in my sowing to be able to demand more for my services? If all the dresses I sow, the people pay 40 Ghana CD and I'm able to sow 10 dresses a month. How can I sow more so that they will pay 400 Ghana CD for one instead of 40 CD? Otherwise, you will work hard and you will only be collecting the same 40 CD. Do you get what I'm saying? Until you are able to restructure your thinking and offer some sort of services, you can't expect some amount of blessing. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4. The Bible said that he becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. But the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Hallelujah. The way we work is very important. If you do half work, if you work shabbily, if the quality of your product is not enviable, it becomes a problem for you. Hallelujah. Because whatever service you render follows you even the bible said that blessed are the, the dead in the lord he said that they shall receive that their works shall follow them hallelujah when you go to heaven one thing that will follow you are your works so the works of a man follow him if when you are asked to draw you just draw anything we when somebody is looking for somebody to draw they will not go and call you hallelujah because your works follow you. And anything you do for a long time, it builds a reputation. If, you, if Apple releases a new phone, an iPhone, they don't have to tell you that that new phone is nice. They have already built a reputation. 
so that even if the phone is 10 times worse than the previous one, you are in a hurry to go and buy because they have a reputation of building good phones. The work of your hands is a reputation for you. If you work anyhow, you cannot be in a place with a great hallelujah. You can't build wealth when you're a lazy person. God says that you shall live in plenty, which means that he expects you to be diligent. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 4. Before I saw a scripture, it says that therefore shall he divide a portion with the great and he shall divide the portion with the strong. It was talking about Jesus in Isaiah 53. He said that because he has poured out his soul unto death. Jesus qualified to sit among the great. He qualified to be, have a name above every name because of the kind of service he was able to render for humanity and mankind. If you don't take your service to the next level, there is a place you cannot enter into. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the spider taketh hold with her hands and is in king's palaces. It is your skill that will bring you before great men. Hallelujah. The fact that God has called you doesn't mean that you must not develop your skill. Hallelujah. When God places his hand on you, it doesn't mean that other aspects of your life should not develop because God has called you. Because the calling of God is a holistic calling. Hallelujah. The calling of God is a complete calling. Proverbs 21 verse 4. It says that a high look and a proud heart of this. Uh, arrogance and pride distinguishing marks in the wicked are just plain sin. The next verse. It says that careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. Hurry and scary puts you further behind. Hallelujah. It's talking about doing things the right way. If we take the work of our hands serious like we take prayer serious things will change around us hallelujah don't just come and pray many hours and do nothing don't just come and be known in church and we can't see what you are doing with your life know that it doesn't matter where you are starting from the important thing is what you are putting in place to ensure that you will get where you are going. Hallelujah. God will not come and plan your life for you. He expects you to do that by yourself. God will give you the wisdom. He will give you the grace. He will bring people around you. He will give you the enabling em uh, environment. But we must take hold of his word and plan our lives forward. Amen. Lack of diligence will lead to famine in a man's life. Tell somebody lack of diligence 
will lead to famine in your life. What, know that whatever you are doing today will affect somebody tomorrow. It comes to a point in your life where your life does not belong to you again. Whatever you are doing will affect your parents. It will affect your children. It will affect your spouse. If you don't take your life serious and you don't put steps in place, it will affect even your generations to be born. Children are born and they are suffering because predecessors decided to be lazy. Some people decided to take life anyhow, not to achieve anything, and they thought they were doing themselves, but other generations will come and will come and suffer. Daniel chapter 9 verse 4. Daniel chapter 9 verse 4. Daniel said that I poured out my heart. Give me the King James. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. Verse 5. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from thy precepts and thy judgments. Six. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants the prophets which speak in the name of our, our kings and princes and our fathers to all the people of the land. Daniel was praying for the children of Israel. Here He's reminding God that God keeps covenants with generations. Tell somebody, God keeps covenants with generations. You can lay a good foundation and three generations after you will not suffer. The work you are doing today, you know, some people are so blessed because they inherited it from their fathers. Hallelujah. It is very good that we put our generation in a comfortable, more comfortable position than we find ourselves. But that will happen if we take the work of our hands seriously. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 29. It says that, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mere men. I'll read it again. He said, I see thou a man diligent in his business. He will stand before kings. He shall not stand before mere men. It means that if one day you want to stand before kings, if one day when the great people are called, you want to be called among them, if you want to become important in this life, you must be diligent about what you are doing. You cannot take your education anyhow and say, oh, school, dear, it's, it's, it's not important. The fact that you are praying doesn't mean that school is not important. Hallelujah. Because when you go before the, the panel, they are not going to ask you how many hours do you pray a day. I don't know if you are getting me. God is not going to confuse them. And then do, even if they give you the job, you are expected to deliver according to what is in your head hallelujah he said that when a man is diligent 
God gives him the opportunity to stand before kings. Because when you stand before kings, God knows that you will not disgrace him. Knowledge and diligence is very vital. If you are not learning anything, start learning something. If your hands are not finding anything to do, start finding something to do. It is never too late to go back to school. It is never too late to read another course. It is never too late to get your hands diligent. Hallelujah. The second thing I'd like to speak about is about living orderly. Tell somebody living orderly. So the first point we talked about was diligence. And the second thing is live orderly. We must learn to live a life that is worthy. Hallelujah. The Bible said that let every man walk worthy of the vocation wherein he was called. It means that wherever you find yourself as a believer, God expects you to live a worthy life. Hallelujah. You sh- we shouldn't come to your workplace and then we hear that you have stolen something at the workplace. We shouldn't find you as a crook in what you are doing. Hallelujah. We must live an orderly life. Tell somebody live an orderly life. To live an orderly life meaning to live a life that it is, is planned. A life that is lived according to a pattern. Hallelujah. The best pattern you can live your life according to is the pattern of the word of God. And it is not just the parting of the principles of the scriptures. You must also learn to plan your activities. Tell somebody, plan your activities. You must plan your activities. You must plan what you do with your time. You must plan the things you focus your energies on. Hallelujah. You cannot be a haphazard person if you want to make it or succeed in life. If you will see the hand of God, if you will see the move of God, God works in order. Tell somebody God works in order. The Bible said that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighted in his way. If God orders your way, you will see his hand. Hallelujah. We should not always be emergency Christians. Tell somebody, don't be an emergency Christian. Don't always be messing up your life looking for God to intervene. It doesn't mean that in life we shouldn't expect the intervention of God, but don't create unnecessary situations which could be avoided. Hallelujah. Because anytime you do that, Time is wasted. Time that you could have used to move to your next level. Time that you could have used to develop yourself. In the school of God, nobody graduates except you pass. God doesn't mind repeating you for 20 years. Because if God is trying to teach you, for example, humility, and you are not learning humility, God will keep repeating you at that stage until you learn humility, then he will graduate you. Many people have been in the same classroom of God because they are failing to to learn what God is trying to teach them. Hallelujah. 
So every time you find yourself in sin, you go and mess up, you come to church, you are delivered, and then you go out, you mess up, come again, you are delivered, and you are just harming yourself by doing that because you will continue to repeat the school of God until you graduate. There are certain things that God cannot entrust into your hand until you prove to God that he can trust you. Hallelujah. As much pastor said something, he said that we must, we must prove our trust to God so that he can deliver his resources unto us. Because God does not waste resources. Tell somebody God does not waste resources. Orderliness is a way that is difficult to attain in a man's life. Because it comes with discipline. It comes with restricted movement. Hallelujah. It comes with a certain way of life. You cannot go out with people all the time if you want to be an orderly Christian. You must have principles. You must have boundaries. Hallelujah. You may not feel as free as you want to feel. But that is the way of order. Tell somebody that is the way of order. Order means to be under authority. Order means to follow a set plan or a set path. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 14. The Bible says that let all things be done decently and in order. Hallelujah. It means that everything you do, this is not just in the church, but whether it is at work or wherever you find yourself, we must learn to do all things decently and in order. One thing we must understand that if you learn to live well, you will do well. Tell somebody, if you learn to live well, you do well. If you don't order your life, you waste much time on things that do not matter. Order means to follow principles, rules, and regulations. You see, some today when I was, I was coming, there was a man on the, on, we are all in traffic, and one guy decided to pass the side of the road, and in attempting to cross everybody, the other cars coming on the other side stopped in front of him. And he couldn't move because he's blocking the other cars. And those in the right lane did also did not want him to enter. And right now he has to come back. And he didn't want to come back. And two of the drivers got down from their cars. And they started fighting with him. And they beat him. And whilst they were beating him, another guy came, took his car, and drove his car all the way to the back. So he has ended up being beaten. His car has been driven somewhere for him. His slippers were somewhere else and he didn't get to go where he was going because he could not follow the queue. <laughs> Hallelujah. If we don't follow the rules, sometimes you think you are taking a shortcut in life. You think, oh, by compromising, people go to school and they don't learn. They want to sleep with people to be promoted. They don't want to to, to do the right things. They want to, to know somebody or use something to get some favor. And in the end, they realize that it becomes an even longer path for them. Hallelujah. The Bible said that the path of the just is like the shining light. 
it may not always begin like a shining light, but the Bible says that it shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Meaning that when it begins to shine, that light may look small, but in the end, it is a big light. Hallelujah. God wants us to live in abundance. God wants us to experience the fullness that he has. But we must learn to move with diligence and live our lives in order if we want to see the fullness of his blessing. Hallelujah. Shall I please be on our feet? Hallelujah. We want to close our eyes and we want to pray. You want to speak to God about your life. You may be here today, you may not even have a CD to your name. But you want to tell God that in the next two years, I don't want to see myself like this. You see, every year has the provision of God in it. 2019 came with the provision of God. 2020 will come with the provision of God. In 2020, you hear, this is what I hear the Spirit saying, that you hear a lot of people saying many good things about the year because of the double numbers. But it doesn't change the fact that this year also carries some provision. And many will enter into that year and they will not see anything because of the way they are ordering their lives. Don't let the years come and go and not see anything progressing in your life. The year will not just change because of the numbers in the year. It is because God has something for you in it. And you are also walking according to God's plan. You want to lift up your voice and you want to pray. And you want to say that God, put me in the place where I must be. Open my eyes to see the things that I must see. Grant me the spirit of diligence. Where I am comfortable, make me uncomfortable. God, let me pursue the things you have laid on my heart. Let me become restless. That my hands shall behold the things that you have prepared for me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Sembala balian shoda bro senemaka. Sende kabalianda si televondo horianda kiselehai. Laptenza loka iande sitakambo o sinde alin orioka. Bambalinta si shana kaberi indivene ekaluande. I hear the spirit of God say that I am ever ready. He said, I am ever ready. I am ever ready. Malaba andi kelebo oshande. God is ever ready to reach to you. God is ever ready to meet you at a point of that need. You want to pray and say that God grant me a diligent spirit. Grant me a spirit that is restless. A spirit that would like to learn. A spirit that would want to acquire knowledge. Balaba andi iseke me ekende. May I not just be a spiritual man. May I be relevant in this world and in the world to come. Ramanembo kodimbo shanda adimbo Mantes in the kelebo okonde. You also want to pray that God give me the grace to order my life well. May I learn to take the right decisions. May I seek after godly counsel. May I learn to keep the right friends around me. Malara andi sekende ekeliosu. Lama akiande esinde eleyosi indi bahanda. Whilst we are praying, I saw this. 
I saw a lady and she was sleeping. And when she was sleeping, it was like she was sleeping on a pillow. But under the pillow, there were some things under the pillow. And they were the promises of God. And God is saying that many people are here sleeping on his promises. But you want to pray that God, the psalmist said, God lighten my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. You want to say that God wake me up to, 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 to work on your promises. The things that you have spoken concern me. To pray about them. To war with you concerning them. To pursue them in destiny. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. You want to ask that you shall not sleep on the promises of God. You shall not sleep on the promises of God concerning your life. Pali and the The Bible said that has he said it and will he not make it good? Has he spoken and will it not come to pass? You want to pray that God will stir you up once again. If you must go back to school, that you go back to school. If you must start a business, that you start that business. If you must take the work you are doing seriously, now God will give you the spirit of diligence to take that which you are doing seriously. Malaraba ande si kende de brianda kuptorida alende kayoha lende si de kama adiamba ham teleyokia. Mantala Valley, Ketele Rio Kio, Nante Shinda Alebokosa, Lente Sie, Kelebo Oriande Ekese. I see someone you've been waiting for the promises of God for a long time. Your hands are on the plow and you are working hard. And I hear the Holy Ghost say that don't give up because it's just a matter of time. I see you are pushing the plow and you are getting tired. But I see the right hand of God at your back. And he's saying that it is just a matter of time. And I see God pushing your back to the finish line. Latende sadika ayande sur ayaka. Nenteleleleyando sinteliakambo sim. Makala ande ekelebo osinde eleyosa andabaha. Antalara ande kori ande siraka. Letendebo osinde kelebo osadaka. Vendelevele brianda kito sin. You want to pray that God will give you the grace to order your life well. God give us the grace to order our lives well. Mala akande. That we shall not look for shortcuts in life. We shall not look for shortcuts in life. Mala akiande eke sin. The Bible said that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Labalindo kampiri anda sambario kosin. Lekende esunde ekerio sonde. You want to pray that you shall follow the path of the just. You shall follow the path of the just. You shall follow the path of the just. Yanda ala anki se celebro on kibiribri anda la anda sunde ekemba. For say the Lord. That the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. For say the Lord that I am well able to lead you to that place. I am well able to strengthen your arms and to equip you to enter into your destiny. Ma'akimba asyande ele yosinde ekeri yodum ariyandasa. 
He said that if you cooperate with me and you mind my voice and those little things I say and work on them, then you shall see them blossom in your life and they shall be a blessing unto you, saith the Spirit of the Lord. For I have strengthened your arms, saith God. I have made the crooked places straight. I have given grace and favor. But the arms of my people do not find themselves to work. Many are sitting and have become reluctant. Many are them that are lazy. But unto you that take your hand to the plow, and unto you that seek after that which I have spoken, and will work with me to accomplish it, said God, you shall not be like them. He said that you shall eat the fruit of your labor, and you shall be in a very glorious place. For I have released productivity over this church, said God. I have caused my spirit to make my people blossom. For in this place, grace is available. Grace is available. Say the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Someone put your hands together for the Lord.